The Taliban threatens the U.S. with negative consequences. Joe Biden is met with booze at the congressional baseball game, and Joe Biden chooses the Soviet Union loyalist to run the national banks. We're going to do all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop the video like, subscribe to the Pulse Notifications. I need a single day. If you're watching and listening either on Facebook or YouTube, please consider becoming a supporter or a channel member. Also, you can also support me on Patreon. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys. So if you can do those things, take two seconds out of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Even $1 helps. Now let's get right into this. So the Taliban is threatening the U.S. with negative consequences. Now let's read this article. Despite troops having left Afghanistan, tensions between the U.S. and Taliban has not subsided. Now breaking, the Taliban warns consequences if U.S. drones do not stop violating the Afghan airspace. Now that is right. We're dealing with a terror organization that was practically completely extinct for many, many years. They were practically extinct, now threatening us. This is what the Biden administration has done. This is what the Biden administration is doing, bringing back literally old extinct issues, extinct problems, and empowering those problems, empowering those enemies. And the fact that there's still Democrats out there who are still brain dead and they cannot realize the destruction that's going on from the Biden administration— Ooh, there's no, there's no helping them. So Fox News reported the Taliban on Wednesday warned the U.S. against flying drones over its sacred airspace or there could be negative consequences. Uh, what consequences have in mind are at the time unknown to us. However, the Taliban is a terrorist organization known for horrific attacks on their own people and cruel treatment of anyone who opposes them. I mean, the, the possibilities are almost endless on what the Taliban could do. They can just take a bunch of people and just start them, you know, just to prove a point, like, hey, look at us, look what we can do, we're doing it with your weapons, we're doing it with your stuff, we're gonna go run people over with the hum Humvees you gave us, we're gonna just go get in one of these jets and just go crash it because we don't know how to fly it, we'll just crash it into somebody, who knows, they can do anything, they're crazy people. Um, we recently saw that the United States violated all international uh, rights, laws, and commitments made to the Taliban in Qatar, uh, as Afghanistan's sacred airspace has been invaded by U.S. drones, a spokesperson for the regime said on Twitter. That's right. They have a spokesperson. The Taliban has a Twitter spokesperson. Oddly, despite their disregard for human rights, the murderous behavior, Twitter has allowed the Taliban to remain on the platform simultaneously. Twitter has wiped out all signs of Donald Trump and allowed communications, uh, disallowed any communication to be spread on the website. Now, this is the thing. I feel like they're allowing the Taliban to stay on there. It's probably like the CIA, FBI is like, hey, we just need to, we need like, we need to know what they're doing. Can you just give them a platform to just post out so this way you can probably tip us off? Maybe we can use it to track them use the self-signals or whatever to track them. That's probably why and I completely understand for that reason. But the problem occurs with, hey, if you're going to allow them, you're going to have to bring Trump back. You know what I mean? Now you're going to deal with some massive PR stuff. You can no longer say, well, they're following the rules. No, they're actually beheading people. What did Trump do? Trump did really nothing at the end of the day. Let's continue reading. The spokesperson went on, we call all on all countries, especially the United States, to treat Afghanistan in the light of international laws and commitments in order to prevent any negative consequences. It's unclear what commitments the Taliban is referring to made in uh, Doha, uh, but that they mean promises made, uh, peace talks under the Trump administration, no deals, and now null and void. Trump's agreement with the Taliban in Doha were uh, purely conditional. The Taliban did not hold up their end of the bargain, before the U.S. had no obligation to hold theirs. Uh, it's been tweeted out, Taliban threatening the U.S. in order to prevent any negative consequences. Perhaps someone should, can ask General Milley, Secretary Austin, General Kenzie about this tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Uh, typically, threats 
to America did not go unanswered. However, the Biden administration, the once strong nation has betrayed itself, is now weak and foolish. Um, yeah, so way to go, Biden. Way to go, Democrats. You're, you're, you are the resistance. You're empowering our enemies. Good job. So that was just footage of Joe Biden getting booed at Nationals Park uh, for the Congressional Baseball Game. So Biden met with booing at Congressional Baseball Game. Joe Biden has made... Uh, first off, I want you to comment below. Would you be booing him the same exact way? Because I think I probably would be joining in as well. So Joe Biden made a surprise visit to the Congressional Baseball Game on Wednesday night. His appearance, however, seemed underwhelming as he was met with booing from the crowd. The New York Post reported uh, who postponed a planned Wednesday to Chicago to focus on the both proposals over the finish line, okay, whatever, at the National Park on top of the second inning. The game was briefly delayed as he acknowledged the crowd, though the cheers soon gave way for boos uh, from Republicans sitting in the first base stands. Let's all play ball, chanted some GOP fans who have uh, who have suspected that the uh, the president try of trying to ice their starting pitcher. Oh, it's probably just you know I don't I don't think he was trying to do that. Maybe seems a little a little too competitive to to use the president to ice a pitcher. But who knows? No, don't put anything past the Democrats. <laughs> As uh, pol uh, politicians play ball. Activists were attracted to the event. The activists bore signs, mostly advocating for the passing of the $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. Can you imagine that? Democrat socialists who want to be fighting the system want a $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. And guess what? Most of that money is just going to the top. It's just pretty much going to the elites. Um, there's, there's one thing I wanted to look up real quickly. Um, what was his name? So... There's something that the Democrats, or the mainstream media and the Democrats, have mostly completely stopped talking about. Now, one of the players at this game was actually one of the guys that got, you know, shot by a radical Bernie Sanders supporter, I think about four years ago. He was actually at this game, and I believe the GOP won this game. And I, honestly, I really don't care too much. Uh, but I care about that. And the fact that a radical leftist can go and shoot up an entire GOP uh, baseball team uh, and then the media just completely sweeps it on the rug. I bet you there's a lot of leftists out there. There's a lot of people in general who don't even know that exists. That is far worse than anything that happened at the insurrection, okay? And the media doesn't sweep that under the rug. So I I'm bringing it up because I want you guys to continue. We need to continue talking about that. We can't let that story die. Uh, the game comes amid the struggles between Joe Biden and his own party, some of whom oppose his infrastructure bill. Breaking Senator Joe, uh, whatever, says he will not vote for any Democrat reconciliation bill with the Hyde Amendment to protect Americans from having to fund uh, abortions. A Democrat uh, stands in opposition claiming that the bill is the definition of fiscal insanity. Respectfully, us especially as I said for months, I can't support a $3.5 trillion more in spending when we have already spent $5.4 trillion since last March. At some point, all of us, regardless of party, must ask the simple question, how much is enough? Let's just keep, let's just keep printing trillions of dollars and keep spending it and keep pumping it out. That's a lot of money. $3.5 trillion. We're just throwing around these multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bills like it's absolutely nobody's business. 
And the Democrats seem to have they. The problem is with Democrats. Well, the the Democrat politicians know what they're doing. They're they're seeing okay, when they're going to have all this trillions of dollars in infrastructure. The money's going to go to the top. It's going to go to the people who supported and funded our campaigns. Then you got the socialists out there. We need to spend this money. It's our money and get the money back to us. Because uh, and also the socialists out there, they think money is infinite. Well, it kind of is by the way that uh, we're just printing it out. Um, but money is finite. Money can be infinite. But the value of that money is not going to be infinite. You can keep printing $100 bills. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's going to decrease your spending power, decrease your worth because the price of everything is going to go up. They don't understand the concept of inflation. They don't understand the concept of money. They don't understand the concept of business. They don't understand the concept of many things at all. But yet these are the people that want us to spend trillions of dollars and they think there's going to be no negative repercussions. They think that money is going to be coming from people like Jeff Bezos. It's not going to be coming from Jeff Bezos. It's going to be coming from us, and it's going to be going to Jeff Bezos. Joe Biden picks a Soviet Union loyalist to run the national banks. That is right. Uh, what else do we expect from the Biden administration? But we're probably going to get Pisaki saying, um, but she's a woman of non-white origin. That's probably what we're going to be hearing from Pisaki when they get questioned about this. So Joe Biden has picked a woman to regulate national banks who in college received the Lenin Award. And was praised by the Soviet Union Union for having diminished the pay uh, the gender pay gap. Uh, so Ted Cruz tweeted out uh, the name of this person. I don't even want to get into trying to pronounce it. Uh, Biden's pick for the for the OCC is a radical threat to our economy. She has pushed for the government to have more invasive roles in banking, wants to nationalize consumer banks, and has called to effectively end banking as we know it. Uh, this is more of a reason why you get, we need to adopt a crypto world. Uh, so Fox News reported that she, uh, at Cornell University law professor, is a native of Kazakhstan and graduated from Moscow State University, where she received the Lenin Personal Academic Scholarship, according to her resume. As recently as 2019, she praised the former Soviet Union for having no pay gap something which she believes could be improved in the U.S. Don't, don't put it past socialists for praising tyrannical regimes. Don't put it past them. Uh, she is no longer a stranger to criticism, the United States, and belittling the nation as a whole. Until I came to the U.S., this is what she tweeted, I couldn't imagine that things like gender pay gap still existed in today's world. Say that you were with the old uh, USSR and there was no gender pay gap there. Market doesn't always know best. First off, I want to say the market does know better than the um, government. You can't just forcibly put, you can't forcibly end a gender pay gap considering the fact that uh, people of different genders go for, I mean, they don't even have to explain this gender pay gap myth to you. Just because people of different genders work different hours, have different qualifications, go for different jobs, uh, are you know more or less likely to ask for a raise or just maybe even better at their job in certain fields. There are certain fields where girls get paid more than men. There are certain fields where men get paid more than girls. There's also that uh, the whole thing where men are the providers and women are the caregivers, given our biological differences. Women bear and feed the children through their biolog biology, and men, you know, we, we have big, strong muscles, big, strong bones. We're out there where we're supposed to be kill, wrestling the bull and bringing it home and eating it and wrestling a woolly, woolly mammoth and bringing it home and eating it. It's almost like there's more to the story than just 
the markets are racist, sexist, sorry. Um, so only the gender pay gap does not exist in the United States, at least not in the terms intended to imply. Men do, on average, bring home higher salaries than women in America. However, this hollow statement does not account for the variables necessary to create an accurate picture. That's a, that's a, that's a way more intelligent way of explaining what I just said. Um, so first of all, a man working the exact same job as a woman, working the exact same hours for the exact same employer, will make the exact same wage in America. Uh, so let's see. So why do men on average have higher salaries than women? Uh, well, because men and women choose to work different types of jobs. Men tend to work more dangerous jobs. These jobs inevitably due to the risk and tend to pay higher salaries. Men have a tendency to work more. Women prioritize family and nurturing children while men tend to prioritize making money in order to provide for the family. Honestly, I wish when, when I have kids, I wish I wouldn't have to work to be completely honest with you. Uh, this isn't, so they, they have a good, women have a good, they don't realize it sometimes. Uh, this isn't to say that some or many women do not work dangerous jobs, do not prioritize, prioritize earning wages. It also does not say, uh, say the same. For many men do not work risk-free jobs and prioritize nurturing other children. These lifestyle choices are decisions completely up to the individual based on how they feel their life would be managed. The difference on average salary is not a result, okay, we don't have to get too much into this. You get the point. Okay, the Biden administration is hiring Soviet Union shills and loyalists. Do we expect any less from this administration? I think not. But that's the state of our country right now. We got where I am praying every single day we can secure the midterm elections at the very least. Let's be real. Whatever Republicans get in are probably going to be a bunch of do nothing Republicans. Let's be real. But. I would much rather have do-nothing Republicans than do something socialists, okay? Way better. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. If you can, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go there right now. Click the subscribe button. You'll never miss out. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, please become a YouTube channel member. If you're watching on Facebook, please become a supporter. It's one click of a button. Cost you, I think, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, whatever it is. It'd be greatly appreciated. Also, you can go support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salads. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Peace out.